Hey guys, and welcome back to Tina Ruchi Girl the Hooligan. How's it been? How's it going? I promised you guys I would be back, and I am, with a review on Hot Gimmick. I told you guys I picked up the book recently, the, the whole series basically recently. Um, excuse me, because I'm going to be having this Masake Darnest conversation. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to need it, and you're probably going to need it too after you're done with this bullshit. So. Uh, this book came out around two. The series came out around 2005 to 2006 or something, I think it was. So, mind you, I was a kid reading this. Uh, probably elementary to middle school. And I didn't really understand this, the drama and the complexities of, like, these adult, more adult characters, such adult situations. But now, as a fully grown adult, I can give you my opinions on this. Because I reread it. Um, basically, it was like reading it from scratch. I remembered a couple things here and there, but, um, as an adult, there are some people that honestly are on my curb stomp list and on my swift kick in the ass list. Um, <laughs> so I hope that y'all guys are ready to hear and like just be witness to this shit because it's about to go down between me and these characters. Uh, let me get the book real quick. So I can have a little piece, you guys. So, as you guys know, the story's called Hot Top, Hot Gimmick. I was supposed to say Hot Topic, oh shit. Um, not Hot Topic, uh, Hot Gimmick by Miki Aihara. And the art style is a little, it's a little plainish. It's not my favorite. I mean, I've seen better and I've seen worse. So I can't complain. Um... It was an original shoujo manga uh, released by Viz, uh, rated for like teens, like basically older teens. Um, the story goes like this: Our main character is Hatsumi. Hatsumi ends up having to buy a pregnancy test, not for her, but for her sister. And due to the place that she lives in, which is like a housing facility for employees. Um, she's the daughter of an employee. Uh, she is caught in this convoluted web of perception and rank. So, yes. Now, let me explain how this gets worse. This is clearly a love story. This is a romance club. Clearly, it's shoujo. Like, you know what it is. You know what's coming. I don't even want to get into that. But I do want to get into some of the most problematic characters in this whole entire thing. Hatsumi herself, I wish I could get mad at her. But I do understand that she is a victim of circumstances. As she is living in a place that doesn't really allow for much freedom. And she's constantly under surveillance. So this girl is basically living in a cult-like environment. Where you are ranked based on your, like, father or husband's position in the company. And you are still subservient to whomever is, you know, a, the highest ranked individual, which is the CEO's wife or whatever. Um, it, first off, I would like to say that 
I hope to God I would never have to live in an area like that. Like, I do know that those things exist. Like, military wives live in, like, military, dis like, areas and stuff like that. And some of them are subject to, like, exactly the situation. People in religious groups and cults are oftentimes a victim of the same exact thing. Which is why I don't want to, like, come off insensitive to anyone who understands or relates to the poor girl. Because, God forbid, if, that's, if this any of this sounds familiar to you... Please note that you deserve better and you don't need to be in a situation. And to that, I will have a drink for you, my friend. Give me one second. Ah, oh, that hit. That hit. Okay. So, yeah. If you relate to her, the protagonist, God bless you. Whatever your case scenario may be, I hope you find yourself in a better position. But now, starting on my curb stomp list, and I really want to curb stomp this motherfucker out. I want to curb stomp Ryuku, the main love interest, the main love protagonist. I want to curb stomp him repeatedly and then hit him with a club. Okay. <laughs> I know this sounds ridiculous, but you guys are going to have to understand. I didn't even write anything down. I just wrote down their names and like their relations. So, yes. Ryuku is the boyfriend. And at first, when we first meet him, he is an emotionally immature person who uses his mother's power, he uses, like, the father's power to basically run the area like a little fucking monster, a little fucking oligarch, and tell people what to do, and destroy people. He is emotionally unavailable, incapable, a bully, a sexual harasser, um... What else? Pampered little bitch. And, yes, I'm going to add this one. A complete and total narcissist of a man. Just, like, this is the def. If you ever wanted to see a love story between a real beauty... If you ever wanted, wanted to see a real beauty and the beast story, like, from an emotional standpoint, this is it. Ryuku is most definitely the beast, but he doesn't get redeemed at the end. That's all I have to say. He is a beast of a human being. I mean, I just just for one scenario, uh, Hatsumi is having a hard time because her brother is kind of trying to leave, and you know she's trying to spend time with him. She's trying to leave the house. She's trying to spend time with him. Try to be more together with him, and his reaction is like after he left for three days because she didn't pick up her phone is to show up at his uh, her brother's house and smack her in front of everybody. Physically put his hands on her. And then she apologizes. He tries to destroy her life, make her his slave, sexually harass her, even though she tells him, no, I don't want to do anything with you. Then emotionally blackmail her the first time. Because... And the whole reason this whole story even happened was also why I wanted to kind of curb stomp her, but I feel like she needs a small, like, kick in the ass, is um, Akane. Akane was just a sister. Here's why she needs to be kicked in the ass. Because this whole chain of events, the whole reason why her life, why Hasumi's life gets all fucked up, is because Akane herself is having sexual relations, which is fine. She, she's younger than even though she's younger than Hatsumi by a couple of years, um, I'm not going to get into her having sexual relationships because you know what that happens. Uh, not everyone 
matures or is ready for like those types of actions but she ends up having a pregnancy scare and this forces Hatsumi in the position of having to go get pregnancy tests for her little sister which unfortunately then ends up with her bumping into Yuke in the first place him finding the pregnancy test her, you know, trying to defend her own self, like, no, I would never do this, I would never have sexual relations, him coming to the conclusion that it was definitely her younger sister, and then using that as blackmail to not get her blacklisted and start rumors about her in the apartment complex. By the way, this is, like, a giant-ass building with, like, multiple sections. Like, it, it's really, like... Like... I just, I don't know. I can't even know what to say at that point because I'm like, you're really gonna try and fuck with someone's life like this? So yeah, he is a monster of a human being. He is unredeemable in my eyes and he never actually did redeem himself because everything he did, they try to play it off as he did for romance. But I'm like, I would rather have nobody love me at all than to love me like that. <laughs> and... If I ever gave anyone good advice, that's it right there. It's best to not have anyone love you than have someone try to destroy you. There you go. There you go. That's wisdom for me. Next person I want to curb stomp is, um, hold on, what's his name? Azua. And who is Azwa but not the second love interest? Now, he is the guy who tended to protect her from Ryuk. And uh, Ryuk and Azwa don't really see eye to eye. Azwa has a lot of problems. And one of them starts with his mother being divorced due to an affair that she had. And leading him and her to be ostracized for basically all his life until his mother basically died alone and sad and miserable um so yeah uh you think that you know that'll redeem him a little bit he literally set her up to be gang raped to get back at his at her at hatsumi's father yes you heard that correct terrible just and i know that he had his reasons and this and forth but no that's not okay if you have an issue with someone take it out with them don't take it out with their children that is not how the work works that's not how things are supposed to go and sometimes you have to really sit there and take responsibility for your own actions and that's when i call it next one getting curb stomp on my list is Shinoko, which is actually <laughs> Hatsumi's mom. Hatsumi's mom. Okay. You're living in a shitty environment. Alright? You know that this place is run by hierarchy and rumors and all types of situations. If you see that it starts to affect your kid's life, how you interact with them, the things that you expect, get yourself out of that situation. Leave. Move. Get out. Don't tolerate your kids being attacked, bullied, like blackmailed. I would never 
let my kids be attacked and then attack them myself on top of them already being ridiculed by the public for something innocent such as being impolite fuck that shit she deserves some curb stomps uh, we're just gonna keep going with this this list keeps going Natsu Riku's mom she needs to be curb stomped just as much as Ryuko. And if not, I was going to set the witch on fire. Because holy shit, you're a terrible person and I see why your husband cheated on you, bitch. That's why. Um, Don't get me wrong. Okay, she's basically the queen of this area. She is of the highest rank because her husband is the CEO, whatever, of the company. So she gets treated like... You know, royalty, basically. And then she takes her position to attack a teenage girl because she is in a relation with your son instead of taking it out on your own son. If you have an issue with your son's relationship, don't take it out on the girlfriend. Especially the girlfriend who you know can't really say shit back because she is not in the position to. Like, really? Is that what we do now? Is that how we act? Is this really okay? Like, is that how we roll? Is that how we rock and roll? No, we don't. That's what your man's cheating on you, bitch. Anyways, moving on. There's much worse things that she does, but she tends to be the number one instigator of rumors and, like, ostracism and making... Like, literally, it got to a point where, because of her word, people started harassing a literal child, not even five years old. Bullying him, attacking him. That's not right, bro. Like, you cannot tell me that's right because it's fucking not. Okay. Next person to get curb stomp on my list. Yo, this is this is all the characters. I'm spending all the tea on these motherfuckers. Fuck this. I'm sorry. I read this and I was like, mm mm. Could never be me. I can never deal with this shit, honestly. If I ever in my life came across people like that. And you know what's fucked up? I did. I, I have come across people like this in my own life. And I'll tell you one thing. I never stuck I never stuck around for them. Even if it killed me, even if it pained me, I left. Just giving you my word out there. Okay. Next person on my list is her own father, Toru. He gets extra curves on. And I take away one. I take away the 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 mallet to his head. I take that away because he doesn't deserve it as much. Okay. First off, he takes a downfall. He takes. He assumes responsibility via contract for money. That he is the reason why Azua's mother, the model slash uh, Hatsumi's best friend. Uh, mother's dies. He puts her in all type of predicament and then chastises her when he sees her being sexually harassed by Ryuzu. Need I say more? I do give him away the curb stomp because he does adopt one of the children and you know what? I respect him for doing that, but still. Curb stomp. Not as hard, but definitely a curb stomp. Next person curbs. Next person. You know what? 
I'm not gonna curve stomp this person. I'm gonna kick him a kick in the ass, a swift kick in the ass. And it's gonna be Subaru, which is one of their, uh, one of uh, Hatsuri's friends, and Hatsuri and Akane's friends, uh, like childhood friends, or whatever. Because he does say a lot of sexist, misogynistic things, but at least he understands where they come wrong, and he does actually apologize and try to grow from it. Instead of a lot of these dudes who justify themselves and like throw themselves deeper into their own self-absorption and convictions. So yeah, swift kick in the ass for him. Last kick in the ass is gonna be for Hatsume herself. Hatsume herself. Girl. Girl. Girl, you see all this shit going around on you and you still wanna live there, bitch? Hmm. Hmm. You wanna keep being a proverbial slave to this hierarchy like is this really doing anything good for you like no no there's no this this is not it baby this is not it there's so many things you can do out there and the thing that pisses me off the most is that she does have a way out but this brings me to my last person and i don't want to kick him i want to give him a gentle smack on the face and i mean a gentle smack on the face and that's gonna be her brother. Alright, let me sip a little water right now because I'm thirsty. That's not gonna make me thirsty. Mmm. Mmm, delicious. I don't know, everything tastes a little weird after sake. I don't know what it is. So my taste buds and sake. Whatever. Anyways. So, the small slap across the face is gonna be for her brother. And her brother, ah, he, I understand him the most. I sympathize with him more than any other character. And only because he was put into this position, like Connie, this is not his fault. He didn't know what was happening, like, in certain areas. And he kind of had to go with him, with it. And he works hard and he works his asshole to separate himself from this family, from everything that's going on, tries to live his life. And I respect that. As someone who did very much the same thing, I do really respect him. What I don't respect is um, his attraction to his sister. And I do, un okay, I do understand that he's adopted. And nobody but really him knows that he, him and like the parents know that he's adopted. Everyone else, you know, thinks of him as like, you know, their real biological child and he finds himself attracted to Hatsume um, and he's like you know what this is wrong so you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna get myself out of this situation he's like if this is what I want then I know that there are steps that I need to take first off and to kind of start being independent not being reliable reliable relying on like the family Get financially independent, get my shit together, get my schoolwork together, and see what I can do for me, and then hopefully us. So, yeah, it's weird, but at least it gives him that fact that he tried. So, I, I admire him for that. Uh, I don't like the way he really went about it, because in a way, sometimes he kind of felt, it kind of felt like he was projecting a lot of his anger onto her. Which was wrong. Like he, she, he really shouldn't have done that. But he understood where he went wrong. He, he does actually offer 
you know, has to be a place to live. When he sees that everything's going down the way it is, he steps up and protects her from, like, these assholes who are constantly trying to wreck her life. They're both physically and emotionally, but I did get mad when he did see, like, Hatsumi getting smacked and didn't really do anything about it. Like, he was mad, but he didn't really do anything about it because I'm like, yo, you are a worthless brother because I'm telling you right now, if my sister got smacked in front of me by her man, I would absolutely lose my fucking shit. I would go to jail that day. Not gonna lie, I wouldn't even stop myself. Family is family, and you don't attack family in front of me. Anyways. <laughs> but then, he, you know, eventually he does come across and tell her, hey, you know, he knows now that I'm not your real brother. And he's like, and I understand that if maybe you might still want to date people or be with people, you know, like, I'll still be here and I'll still be interested. And when you're ready, I hope that you can see me as something else and not just, you know, your brother. <sighs> And then it brings me to why I would rather hit Hatsumi. Because after, you know, he basically pulls out his heart to her. Like, she does something really fucked up. And it's like she uses him once more to kind of get back at Ryuku. Which I kind of found really fucked up, honestly. Like, this is... This book was a fuck ton of drama. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Like, this is a fuck ton of drama that I just read through. And I was like, at one point, I really got over it. <laughs> By like a book, what, eight? I was over it. I was like, you know what? You're not even trying to, help. like, Hasmi, you're not even trying to, like, help yourself. You're just a fucking wreck right now. And I can't handle, I can't even deal with you. You need to go somewhere else with yourself. That, of course, in my personal opinion, if it kind of brought me back to Peach Girl. I don't know if y'all ever seen, ever read the, the, the manga. I used to read that with my friends, Steph, years ago. Um, when we were in middle school, we read it together. <laughs> we would go visit the public library and read it. Uh, <laughs> that's how old. That's how long ago it was. Um, yeah, and it was just drama after drama, and it was a hot mess. We really enjoyed it at the time because we were all teen, like early, not even teens, pre-teens at the time. We really enjoyed it. It was real cute. But you know what? As an adult now, I kind of like tried to rewatch it a little bit. Couldn't stand watching a fucking full episode. I'm like, yo trash so <laughs> but then again you know who am i to say what you will and won't enjoy if that sounds like something that you want to read if you will have no problems going on in your life please and if you really i'm serious if you have no problems going on with your life read this because this will give you something like to like get really angry about um just just the glorification of all these issues is just impressive to me congratulations on creating this hot mess um, I don't think I will ever read anything else from that author. Not because I don't think that they don't have great writing skills or, like, their story didn't come across as very interesting. It was very interesting, but it's just, mm, that's, that's not a real good female protagonist for me. I'm tired of these wick-willed women. Um, 
And like, I don't know if you guys ever knew this about me, but I'm really into like fairy tales. And one of the things about fairy tales that you people don't really get told is that there are many different versions of it. And I tend to like the darker versions because they tend to be, to me personally, a bit more feminist than the ones that we get to hear today. Um, <laughs> like, uh, what was the one um, that that I really tend to like? If people don't really know too much about oh but little red riding hood okay so i've heard different versions of red riding hood one of my favorite ones is a sicilian one and i find it to be really pretty and i'm just gonna tell you guys a story because fuck it we're here and i'm and i might as well um once upon a time the little girl with a red hood right and she saw that her mother her grandmother was ill so she went off on a journey to find her there she meets a wolf and the wolf isn't actually a wolf he's a striking young man who was very how do i say um sexually attractive sexually active i think that would that would be the correct terminology to give you and she meets him and she just talks to him and she tells him where she's going because she starts off this conversation. Even though her mother tells her not to, she cannot help herself, right? Interesting, right? And <laughs> uh, she, he tells her, hey, you know, why don't you, you know, stray, fast, stray from the path a little bit. And, you know, being seduced by him, she does. Then eventually he goes up to her house. He kills the grandmother, dresses up in her clothing, uh makes a bread out of her skin and wine out of her blood and gets into the bed and when Red Riding Hood comes around he basically feeds her her own grandmother and what's it called um the, the blood of a grandmother whatever and like invites her to come to bed naked with her with him basically which she does take and there are clues that she kind of knows what's going on but she does it anyways and, you know, there are stories where we now hear that there's a huntsman that comes to save her because her biggest sin was being sexual and being, you know, tantalized and seduced and, and going in with those urges. So, like, <laughs> I find that to be a lot different than the story we've heard normally because that implies that there was agency in her own actions and whether those were for good or evil is up to us to interpret the idea of oh there's a huntsman and he comes and slays you know the the wolf is this idea of this uh the good man the one that will rescue you from your shame and will marry you and won't uh chastise you for your past or whatever like that <laughs> That's just a modern creation, obviously. And there are some men like that. There definitely are. But that doesn't mean there aren't women who can't... Like, it's just like saying like women have to be on guard 24-7 and have to be this perfect, this unrealistic image of perfection that isn't true and isn't possible for us. And I feel like this bothered me so much because it definitely kept perpetuating that innocence that good girl that you know you know you know what i'm trying to say and then her one moment of agency she takes it to sleep with the person that she thinks is the safest which i 
I'm very conflicted about because I'm like, I'm good for her that she did what she wanted to do, but also terrible for using and abusing people beside you who were innocent to the whole entire ordeal. You know what I mean? It, it was just, it was a rush of things that went through my head. Rings. And I just, I see why it's rating for older teens and I definitely shouldn't have run that as a young girl. And I can see why I didn't really understand the complexities of the situation or why it was so dark. But now as an adult, I see how this is so freaking dark and a little disturbing. And it's definitely meant for like older people. Because this is basically a cult-like setting and I don't really like it. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers stay clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money at when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't know, that's my own personal opinion. Feel free to pick it up. I know I went kind of into a deep dive on this, but sometimes you gotta use your head a little bit and realize why you don't like certain things and why you do like certain things. And that's my opinion on that. I know it's very long-winded and I definitely went in hard, but <laughs> also because it kind of, this book disturbed the shit out of me and I just wanted to share with you guys. So, for now, I hope this was okay. Bye! <laughs>